G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And g'day, I'm Dale. And we're here for our Rank and Review series of 2021. And today is all about the 2018 hosts, Portugal. Mm. Very interesting country at Eurovision there. They really are. They do march to the sound of their own beat. What is it? The drop? What's that <laughs> say? of their own drum. I, I really shouldn't do saying at the start of these. I get them wrong every time. But anyway, they do that. Well, let's have a little chat about Portugal. They debuted back in 1964 and they have participated 51 times at the Eurovision Song Contest. They have won the competition once when Salvador Sobral took the crown in 2017. It was a very checkered last decade for the Iberians. They only qualified twice for the grand final in 2010 and 2017. They did take part as hosts in 2018. Mm-hmm. Didn't earn that right. They missed the competition in 2013 and 2016 and had a total of five non-qualifiers. And they're coming off a non-qualification in 2019 when Conan Osiris and Thelimovic came in at 15th in semi-final number Mm. one. So needing to snap a bit of the non-qualification for them now. All right. Well, the entry they're hoping will bounce them back to the grand final is the Black Mamba with Love Is On My Side. The Black Mamba are a band who formed in 2010 when they used to perform in bars and clubs doing cover songs of other artists. Mm. 2012, they started releasing their own music and have done a couple of studio albums together. They entered the Portugal National Selection uh, Festival de Cansao in this year that took place. And actually, the lead singer, Pedro, he was initially selected to be a songwriter rather than a performer. But then he was like, you know what? This song, I love it. It's in English. I think I should do it, and my band should. And then they entered, and they went on to win that and earn their right at Eurovision. They did draw in the national final, but won on tiebreak because the televote had it higher. Mm, interesting. Mm. And it snuck through English language song. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's get on the pros on this one. Uh, I think that musically, there's a very well-crafted song here. Uh, watching some of the live performances that they've done in the build-up, I think they're a really excellent band. Um, although it won't be live in Rotterdam, having this type of musical chops do tend to impress juries and especially other musicians on juries. There, yeah, I've written musos, musos. Yeah, yeah, they so. they love that kind of stuff. And where it's not maybe there, there's a there's a sound that's almost commercial, even if the song maybe not completely. And I still think the juries will go for that because it does sound musically. Um, well put together. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a familiarity of this song and this sound. Like we have compared it to some um, British kind of uh, music. I think a lot about the 2000s. It reminds me of a James Morrison song from the 2000s. But there's a lot of songs I think it just sounds similar to. Hmm. And I think that's accessible um, to people that it's not like normally what Portugal sends, which doesn't sound familiar, and they do often struggle to get the points because of that. Yeah, I guess I had here a very easy listening one, and a lot of viewers around Europe will appreciate this style of song, uh, and, and you know, it offers something different in what is a pretty varied kind of semi-final, so they are bringing something different to the table. 
He also has a really distinct and nice vocal um, sound. Like sometimes he can kind of push it a bit far and goes, and it's like, eh. um, but it's actually like, it's it's nice. It's pleasant. He's It's nice to listen to and it's not off-putting. And again, I think that's going to potentially work for juries and televote. Hmm. The song subject here is really interesting and really quite heartbreaking actually as well. Um, once again, showing that sort of depth and quality that these guys bring to the competition. So this could really hit chords with some juries and some viewers. With the viewers, it does rely on the commentators somehow getting that message across in a limited time frame. But it, it's a really interesting um, subject matter there. Well, actually, I didn't bring in the uh, in the artist section about it because it's more about the song. Mm. But do you want to just quickly uh, wrap that? Because I don't think a lot of people know this story. Yeah, well, I believe the story, uh, the song is written about um, a, a sex worker they met in Amsterdam who had come over from Bulgaria uh, looking for a new life in the West. Um, and she found herself, you know, in, into sex work. And she hadn't lost all hope though you know mm. she still thinks no that new life is still there so yeah it's really quite inspiring oh yeah, i could see you getting emotional but i want to know where black why black mumble were there in the first place what's going on <laughs> oh, there was amsterdam though so who knows one other thing as well and this is probably going to be brought up as a uh, as a drawback but the repetitive nature of the song in english for us as english speakers is maybe a bit much but remember there's a hell of a lot of people on the night who are not English speaking. And just like we like to see repetitive French or another kind of language to make it accessible, maybe that will make it more accessible for those who don't speak English. Yep, fair enough, fair point. Let's go into drawbacks. Unfortunately, the song's too repetitive. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to find something nice to say about that. (laughs) It does repeat Lovers on My Side. Pretty much the chorus is just too repetitive and it doesn't offer too much more. And unfortunately, I do think that's a bit of a jury killer. Yeah, it's tough. There's been a lot of songs like this in the past that's been very repetitive. So Carousel, um, that one, that was just like in 2019 and that was just far too repetitive and it kind of killed it off. Though saying that, um, All Night Long, a Danish song back in the late 2000s was very repetitive and did end up doing well. But I think this falls into the Carousel camp and I think that could be a big danger sign. Yeah, and it's funny she mentioned Carousel. That was a very easy listening and kind of laid back song, and it just got overview. It just got overlooked, mm. and I got a feeling this just may not stick with viewers who bring more to their end. You know, particularly if artists are bringing more to their entry. So I really can see this getting a little bit lost in the crowd, unfortunately. Yeah, I've just written like it's all just very nice. And I've got that as a drawback. You don't want to be nice. You've where are the points coming from, and you've got to say this is going to really struggle to get some tally vote appeal. I do. I feel like it would. I think it's going to need some jury love to get it through to have any chance. Yeah. So yeah, nice is not great. Yeah. And I guess that leads me to the staging. What can you really do with this? Really, this is singer and band on stage. I noticed in their music video they did go for that retro feel of trying to give it some black and white, mm. etc. Well, I think that kind of dates the song even more unfortunately I didn't mind it. no no not for me I don't mind uh, it. and I think that it, as I say it dates it even more than it really should and this could alienate people even more so yeah all right fair enough look that's probably all my drawbacks because I think the main thing is it's just re- repetitive and end up getting just a little bit dull because of that but other than that there's not a lot really wrong, wrong with, with it, it. Yeah. just not maybe a lot right with it <laughs> but anyway let's see what the team thought of this song so out of the 17 aussie vision contributors who voted first the 38th this has finished in 36th place okay. this does not surprise me that much to be honest
Yeah, so look, 13 of the 15 votes we know were in the 30s, but it did range from 6th to 38th, so we did have someone put it in the top 10. Well, I have a fair idea who that might be. Hmm. Well, let's hear from them now, actually. We're going to hear from the high voter, which is Kyriakos. He has been talking about this song a lot, hmm. and we're going to hear from one of the lower voters, which is Liv. So, I now rank Portugal as my number one song of the year. Previously, I had the Black Mamba in a group of six songs that I could see winning the contest. As I have heard about the song's story, background, watched many interviews with Pedro, the highlights of the song are Pedro's unique vocals, the simplicity of the song. It's easily a song that could come off a Beatles album. It's one of the best written Eurovision songs ever. And it's the best Portuguese Eurovision entry since Salvador's winning song. As much as I'm probably sitting alone in my own little bubble with these views that I have about the song, I am worried where the song sits in the running order in semi-final two between Albania and Bulgaria. And I'm also worried that the band won't be able to get the message of the song out. Yes, well, I have a few qualms with Portugal this year. Uh, the first one would be just the timbre of the vocalist. I find his voice very irritating. That is a personal issue, but I just, nah, can't listen to it. And then all these band members just chilling on stage, vibing to their pre-recorded um, instruments. It just looks really clunky to me and, like, not convincing at all. Like, no. And uh, I'm, I always look forward to Portugal sending something really, you know, unique and raw and authentic and quintessentially Portuguese. This is authentic to some degree, but it's also quite beige, bland, could be from any country. And for me, it's just ultra pretentious and disappointing. Look, I have to say that I was chuckling through both of those for very different reasons. <laughs> Kyriakos, I love it. I just love the passion, the potential delusion. Yes. <laughs> but no, I love it. I love it. And he knows he's kind of in this bubble of loving it. But look, I see some of his points of where he's trying to get to. And we know that message is there. He's watched a lot. He's grown to love it so much. But there's that. it's just about that on-the-night connection. And mm -hmm. as he says, he's worried it's not going to come along there. Wow, it's his winner. God, you know, he's uh, he some unique taste sometimes. I'm curious, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, and also what he really loved about the song is something that kind of Liv really hated about it kind of thing, the vocal <laughs> style. Um, and you were, and I kind of get Liv's point of view. It just is a little just clunky and in, in visually in particular. So I can see why it doesn't resonate with her as much as it does with Kyriakos. I just want, I think we need a whole special episode of just uh, Liv and Kyriakos talking about <laughs> Portugal because I think it would just be fascinating, a debate. That'd be uh, brilliant. <laughs> All right, should we go to our rap and rank, Michael? You can kick us off. All right, so on this one, this is an entry I do see some decent musical quality in, but unfortunately the genre just does not appeal to me whatsoever. I do find the song is not one I can listen through it, the entirety of it and find myself skipping it about a minute in. I'm not sure about the televoter appeal on this one around Europe and the simple chorus may put off some jurors, so I don't really think there's a road to the grand final for this one. I've ranked it in 35th. Okay, 35th place. 
Um, for me, I just repeating something you just said then, uh, this is nice for 30 seconds to a minute. I really quite like that, but then God, it gets repetitive and tired very quickly. Um, I would like to sit in a cafe on a Sunday afternoon and sip a Chardonnay with this playing in the background, but that's not for Eurovision. It is not a competition song. This is the first time Portugal has ever sent a full uh, song in English. Uh, and I can't believe this is the one yeah. that's got through for them to be historic and groundbreaking because it's anything but. Exactly. For me, it's just, it's a no. Uh, it's 37th out of the 38 for Ooh, me. Second last for you on this one. So we're about, you yes. know, we're pretty much in the 30s with most of the Sorry, Kiri, of course. He might be, he might have the last laugh. Like yeah. the only thing, the, the jury could be a wild card here. I just don't know how they, I, I, I wouldn't, I'd be shocked, but I wouldn't be like, the out of the realm of possibilities. Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to happen. All right. Well, look, let us know what you think um, at Aussie Vision Net across all our socials. Are you on board the Kyriakos train to Lisbon where you think the competition might be next year? Delusion <laughs> town. <laughs> <laughs> or are you... <laughs> we, I swear we're not bullying Kyriakos, no, by the way. No, him, no we're just ribbing him. But also, um, are you all on the side of live and you just don't think it's going to go anywhere much like Mike over here as well? Yeah, let us know, guys, on our our socials and thanks so much for listening yeah thanks for joining us guys see ya